Seven Men in a Tank by John H. Green From Weird Tales, March 1925 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman Seven Men in a Tank by John H. Green Hello, Sheriff. Warner of Arco Pipeline Company speaking. Want you to come out to our tank farm at once. Found seven bodies when we cleaned out one of our big storage tanks today. Bring the coroner with you. Four years as sheriff in one of the toughest oil fields the country has ever seen will harden a man to almost anything. I hung up the receiver and turned to one of my deputies. Look after the office till I get back, Bob. Found a bunch of stiffs in a tank at Smackover. Reckon I've got to go. I climbed into my old sliver and started out to hunt up Doc Smith. He had been called to the south part of the field, so, leaving word for him to follow, I drove out from the county seat and headed towards Macover. The Arco tank farm was just on the edge of the field. Twenty-five black steel tanks squatted in accurately spaced rows. Each held 55,000 barrels of crude. They were used to store the oil until it could be pumped to the refineries at Shreveport and New Orleans. Two corrugated iron engine houses and a small field office completed the equipment. Warner met me as I drove up. He was timekeeper for the Arco and was temporarily in charge until the superintendent returned from Shreveport. Come over to the West Engine House, he said, leading the way. We had to move em, seven men, and not a mark of violence on a one. No papers or means of identification, not even a pocket knife. It looks like robbery, but how in tarnation did they get in the tank in that shape? When? What for? It's got me beat. It's uncanny, man. I tell you it is. We arrived at the engine house. There were seven forms laid out on the concrete floor a large sheet of canvas covering them all. No, I told Warner as he started to draw back the canvas. Wait until the coroner comes. I don't want to see them now. Well, let's look at the tank then, he replied, eyeing me curiously. I agreed, and we walked out to the tank where the bodies were found. It did not differ from the others, except that it was on the outside edge of the group. Still, this huge mass of steel gave one the impression of a giant black reptile or prehistoric monster. Silent, impressive, but evil. I tried to shake off this moodiness as I followed the timekeeper up the light but serviceable steps leading to the top. She's been full of crude for the last ten months, he informed me. Just got it emptied yesterday. Down below were the crew of sweating, swearing men at work scraping the bottom and sides of the paraffin residue and basic sediment. This latter was a mixture of oil, salt water, sulfur, and mud. We found them just before I phoned you, all seven in a kind of heap under the manhole. How did they get there? When? No telling, for crude preserves just like alcohol. Let's go back and see if the coroner has come, I suggested. The coroner arrived just as we reached the office. 
a nervous little man, but a good doctor. Dr. Smith made a hurried examination, and then a more detailed one. Two days later he was no nearer the solution than he had been at first. Not a scratch on them, he sputtered. No dope or poison reaction. They must have gotten drunk and fallen in there. One thing, Sheriff, it gets on my nerves. Look at the features of all of those men. I never saw fear portrayed so strongly all my life. I don't understand it. Neither do I, I told him. I think it is hopeless. We have scoured the country. Every oil camp, barrel house, rooming house, dance hall. Of course, I don't expect an open confession, but there's not even a trace. No one knew the men were missing. I guess we will have to give it up, Sheriff, the coroner told me a week later. It will always be one of the old field's unsolved mysteries. It has been six months since the finding of the bodies. I have been re-elected sheriff for my third term. I stand high over the whole state as an officer of the law. No one remembers the seven bodies in the tank. I was strong. I gloried in my willpower and self-control. I was sure that time would efface those horrible, haunting, oil-soaked, fear-stricken faces from my memory. It has only made them clearer. When I am awake, the memory never leaves me. Asleep, the seven forms flit incessantly through my dreams. Ten thousand times have the scenes of that night come before me. I was on my way home. I accidentally came across seven men playing poker in an abandoned shack. All boys and young men. Not the hardened gamblers, hijackers, or vultures of the oil field, but working boys enjoying themselves after payday. I had the law back of me and received a commission on the fines I collected. Here was some extra change. I arrested the whole bunch. Not a hard procedure, for they were only working boys. Not being able to take them downtown with me, I looked around for some place that would do for a jail. A new 55,000-barrel tank. Just the thing. It wouldn't be used for some time, and I should be back tomorrow. I marched them to the top and searched them all, taking everything that could be of use to them in any way. Then I ordered them down through the manhole. The ladder doesn't reach the floor, the first one exclaimed. Drop, I yelled, and make it snappy. The next day I returned only to learn that a tremendous well had been brought in the night before and turned into this tank. Oh, well, I reflected, those boys got out all right. What's the use of worrying? They won't show up to answer those gambling charges. So I forgot the incident until Warner called me that day. Why was I so cool? I was certain that nobody would suspect me. Then, as I said in the beginning, oil-field life had hardened me to almost anything. But now, last night I saw them standing in a sea of rapidly rising oil, choking and going under, one by one, overcome by the gas fumes, before actually drowning in the heavy black oil. God, what a sight! Indescribable hate, terror, and fear. 
Today I received a letter from a widow in Kansas. Her only son has been missing for a year and a half. The description fit one of those seven silent forms. Omar Khayyam was right. Hell is the reflection of a soul on fire. Bill Hickman is a respected man. Nobody suspects the sheriff. God, those faces, they get clearer, want to drag me down, down, with, with, the... The deputy was startled by a report. He ran into the office to find the body of the sheriff, sprawled over the table, a smoking automatic in his hand, and a bullet hole through his temple. Before him lay a dozen sheets of paper that revealed the mystery of the seven men in the tank. The End of Seven Men in a Tank by John H. Green